Uh, and we're back at Game Week 23 on Above the Pitch, uh, here to bring to you our thoughts on Game Week 23. Uh, first game, Wolves-Lester. Was the best game of the week. Uh, 4-3 thriller. Wolves won it in the end against a Leicester side who aren't quite sure what they're doing, but they managed to score goals. My man Diago Jota. Hat-trick. Yeah, what a player. He's had a couple of big games this year. Um, this year he just went completely off, really took care of Leicester's defense. Um, I mean, he's playing great. It shows uh, the Portuguese are coming together. Yeah, there's a couple of times in Leicester games where, like, Vardy or a player will go up to the manager and he'll kind of look confused and kind of ask him, you know, what are, what are we supposed to do? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a tight game. It was back and forth. Um, obviously, in the beginning, Wolves put in two, but then it was just one side, other side, one side, the other side. And then 93rd minute, which was the last minute of the game, uh, a great play down the field. Uh, where uh, Raul Jimenez gave a good ball and Diego Jota put it back in the net uh, to win it for them and get the three points. So that's really big for a team uh, like Wolves, and now they're sitting at eighth place. They're consistent. They get wins. They get goals. Um, we can't say that about uh, these two next teams, uh, Bournemouth and West Ham. <laughs> yeah, West Ham, uh, they're doing fantastic. Lost 2 nothing to Bournemouth. Which is a team that didn't know how to score a goal in the last few weeks and right. were just being dominated. I have to say, maybe goal of the goal of the week, Kalen Wilson. Uh, ball dropped in front of him. He waited for the moment, and then he volleyed it home. That was really nice outside the box. Uh, but, you know, I don't think either side looked really promising. They're not looking too hot. Uh, where I mean, are they sitting at the table now? You have West Ham at 10th, and then Bournemouth at 12th. So. Right. I mean, Bournemouth just need to finish their chances, and they, they actually finished their chances this game, and they won. Yeah. That's something they haven't been able to do because they make chances. They play good attacking play. It's just that they can't finish. And West Ham just is a team that doesn't score goals or scores a goal. Very true. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see Brooks back uh, with a good assist. It was really um, unselfish of him. He was coming from the right side and put it across when he could have took it himself just to guarantee the goal. And I think that was part of why, you know, they showed good promise and Seal the three points. Yeah, Nor Natovich still with his deal going to maybe China, you know. Yeah, that will be a shame. He said he trained this week, so... Uh, I don't think he's going to go. I hope not. It'll yeah, I waste. hope not. It'd be a waste. It would be a waste because he's a good striker for that team. That team could go, can go somewhere. They can might, might be able to get Europa League soccer. Right. Yeah. Um, then moving on to Anfield, Liverpool-Crystal Palace. 4-3 uh, finish. Really close. Nail-biter. Uh, Andrews Thompson opened it up, and I was like, oh, here we go again. He's like the giant killer of this season. I thought they were going to do it. I thought I thought they were going to beat you guys. You know, yeah. you guys were very lucky. Then we had our first goal. <laughs> again, Van Dyke ruins a shot from the top of the box. Uh, it drops for Salah in front of Speroni, and he has the weirdest technique, but outside right foot, I think it was, to the bottom corner. And that put us level. Firmino puts in the next, then James Tompkins with this header, uh, and then against Salah, and then just to seal it off, uh, well, after James Milner red card, which I think it was deserved red card, uh, both times were yeah. kind of harsh decisions. Zaha took him to town. Zaha's an animal. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast, and especially when he's in form and he's ready to play. He literally came at Milner, and Milner was not ready to play right back. Yeah, he wasn't ready for that. So, uh, And then right at the end, Sadio Mane, breakaway, left side. Cuts in, right curler, done deal. Mm -hmm. uh, became 4-2, and then, you know, Max Meyer got his little goal, and we all celebrated great. 
So you guys should have lost that game. Roy, Hod- Roy Hodgson had you guys. You I know? mean, I don't we, know if you say should have lost. It was very good. It you was. Know? It was a they, close they game. Gave us, they gave us a run for our money, but yeah, I think it they showed, would, you know, I think they we're, were better. we're still ready, you know, to win the title. Of course. Because those are the games that we usually lose. Right. Uh, you know, I remember playing Crystal Palace um, under Brendan Rodgers, and we were having a good season, and then three goals get scored on the second half. It was 3-0 us, and then 3-3, mm-hmm. I believe it ended. So... You know, we've had some history of blowing it with Crystal Palace. So the fact that we finally showed that we were stronger, you know, makes a big deal for the race. It does. It gives you more hope. Uh, On to Man United, Brighton. Uh, How did you feel about the game? Uh, Test of character. Home game. Versing a weaker side. Will they play? Usually they didn't play for Mourinho. They just kind of didn't give it their all effort. But they did. They They gave their all effort. They got two good goals. Um, one was a Pogba penalty, which he fell in the box. You know, his strength, you know, carried him in the box, and they had to knock him down. Um, well, you know why you guys won? Because they took off Glenn Murray. They had to take off Glenn Murray because he didn't do anything. He's the most lethal striker. He is the most lethal striker in the Premier League. (laughs) The only thing more lethal than Glenn Murray is Salah's diving, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) Uh, so then, uh, Rashford also gets a, probably, I'll say this is the goal of the week. You know, this is, uh, left close side. Close corner net, and he curls it to the right with no oh, angle at yeah, all. Yeah, no yeah. angle at all. I don't even know how the ball went in. That was great. Obviously, Brighton got a consolation goal, but it's you know, it's, it's nothing. But Man United were pretty good. Yeah, they were solid tactics. Uh, they were on th- clear through with that. They were ready. To, they were ready to verse Arsenal in the FA Cup, which we'll talk about. Right, well later on. <laughs> um, then Rafa Benitez and the boys. They come through with three points against Cardiff. I've never Cardiff. seen them score three goals before. They haven't seen each other score three goals before. Uh, so, 3 nothing puts them at 17th. Cardiff stays in relegation. Uh, that was a big game. Uh, yeah. Because, the, you know... The bottom three have to beat each other. They do. And Newcastle got the win, and that that lifted them above Cardiff. It how about, was, how about was, Fabian Schar? Yeah, who is that guy? The most random center back of all time, scoring two goals. His first one, he literally dribbled through the whole team. I think he uh, thought he was Maradona for, like five minutes well you know newcastle don't have defenders they just have attackers yeah pretty much uh so that was that game uh we had um southampton everton uh james ward prowse putting a goal in gilfie sigurdsson but by that time it was too late southampton winning random games this year uh they're sitting at 15th yeah but everton they're such a good team they're like Everton or like West Ham. They're like that pipe that party you get invited to in high school, and it's supposed to be like the biggest banger of the year, and then like it's just a dud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just not fun at all. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty much being just. They like have West a Ham. great team. They do. There's they no reason skill. why they shouldn't be in Europa League. They have a lot of skill. I know. Well, it's unfortunate. Uh, then we had the Watford Burnley zero uh, zero game. Man City, like we said, no brainer, three nothing. Huddersfield didn't see yeah. that coming. Yeah, Man City. You know they're obviously going to dominate Huddersfield. Huddersfield bottom of the league. They always dominate Huddersfield. So uh, yeah, that was an easy one for them. Uh, then we had uh, Spurs Fulham. Fulham should have won this late winner. Man, it feels bad for Claudio Ranieri. I know they played their heart out. Harry Wings with the header in the last, literally the last. Two seconds of the game. Well, you know, I like to bring up, like we talked about, how I said Fernando Llorente, the best striker in the world. Yeah, he was very poor. First game, and he scored already for, for Fulham. Yeah, it was the first I goal mean, of the game. How much of a better striker can you have than one that could 
you know, score for both teams. Yeah. I mean, if that's unselfish, I don't know what is. A man who's supposed to be good at heading the ball, and he completely misses the header, and it just hits off his shoulder, and then drops to the ground immediately. <laughs> but uh, it was a great day for Harry Winks. Yeah. Ryan Babel was a good uh, good buy for Fulham. Yeah. He looked great in that game. Like, he could have scored a couple of times, maybe if he was more match fit. Right. He could have made something out of the game and probably gave Fulham the win, but uh, yeah. whereas, again, winning by one goal in the end. Yeah. I like mean, they usually do. But Deli Alley getting injured. Yeah, he did get injured. That's very big. He's out until March. It's another blow for Tottenham. No Son, no Kane, no Deli Alley. Yeah. What's next? Hope no Erickson. Oh. Hope he gets January transferred to Manchester United. Perfect. Yeah, that's definitely happening. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ryan Babel had great presence on the pitch. He did. You couldn't miss him with that Especially red hair. Especially with his flaming hot cheetos yeah. haircut. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't, couldn't miss him with that. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting seeing him back in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, he, he did play well. But one of the greatest Liverpool strikers. He he did. He's play probably well the one of the best finishers I've ever seen in my life. He was <laughs> he was the best at missing from six yards out. <laughs> All right, and then let's move on to the big game. We have two games we're going to talk about. Uh, we brought our friend here onto the podcast. Uh, our friend Spiro has been a longtime Arsenal fan. Uh, wanted to get some info uh, from his side on how Arsenal's been playing and their last two fixtures. One Arsenal versus Chelsea. Uh, and the next was the FA Cup, which just happened not too long ago. Uh, so we're going to bring in Spiro right now. A little, uh, little depressed, but... <laughs> That's two losses in a row for it's you. Normal, uh, oh, wait, no, one. Sorry, it's one loss you know, in a row You know, just a normal normal season being an Arsenal <laughs> normal fan. Normal you know? Arsenal fan. Yeah, it's all right. I'm used to it. Um, well, let's bring up the good game first. So yeah. the battle of the two inconsistent The one teams. that mattered the most, right? So we had Arsenal-Chelsea game. We had a 2 nothing victory, Lacazette rifling one in from the right side, and then Koscielny with the best header of all time. Shoulder. Shoulder header. No one could have done it any better than that. Also assisted by another defender. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> couldn't, have, couldn't have written it any better than that. Man of the match, what are you going to do? What would you think about Lacazette? Oh, amazing. I love Lacazette. Best number nine, I feel. Yeah, I think he played well. I think he had some... Good passes. He was in the you know spots. They that he started needed. strong. They started really strong. Started they looked, very strong. They, they, they should have had two or three more. Just like the first yeah. time they played, they just kept missing sitters. But you know well, what are you gonna do about Miang? Sometimes he hits some sitters. Sometimes he misses them completely. But he, at the end of the season, he's always scoring at a consistent rate. So what do you think about Aaron Ramsey? Are you gonna miss him? Uh yeah, obviously. I'd rather Ramsey over Ozil, but. I think management's going to bring in a good replacement for Ramsey, so I'm not that worried. So what do you think? Are they going to get rid of Ramsey and Ozil or keep Ozil and sit him on the bench? Like, what's what's going to happen? I don't think anyone's going to take Ozil on a salary. Something's going to have to happen with that. If they get that situated, then I think he's out. Ramsey's obviously definitely out. Like, I don't see him coming back at all. But he's playing hard and he's coming back, so yeah, I don't mind. He's not, you know, he's not moping around. He's not playing selfish. He's yeah, yeah, like, he's, uh, he's definitely like giving he's still it part of the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyone you're thinking of that would replace him that would actually, you know, be of good use and actually fill the void or for Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're getting a lot of links with that guy, Suarez, Dennis Suarez in Barcelona. Uh huh. I don't really like, I'm not really liking that too much. I think we should, you know, if you don't go for like a, you know, superstar signing, you should just go for someone really young. I okay. think, especially now, because they're just rebuilding. I think Dennis you know? Suarez is decently young. He's he's 25. Okay. It's not bad, but 
by young I mean like you know yeah like 20, 19, 21 like like Ganduzi starting now today is like twenty three uh huh you know you got uh, a few young center backs coming I I'd rather just keep the core of the team young right right you know so I know they're looking at this really good PSG youngster I think his name is uh and Kunku and and Kunku and Kunku yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he is, if they can get him coming in, not to start every game, obviously, you know, get him in. Right. Play him like they're playing Maitland-Niles, you know. And they'll have a good, solid, young core coming up with, uh, you know, Reese Nelson, Maitland-Niles. If they get this other guy in Kuku, they have Rob Holding. They have this other Greek center back. Um, Avrobanos. Avrobanos. Right? They have you... very young core. I like that. You know, it's a time of transition. They're not looking to win the league. Right. You know, it's obviously Liverpool, Man City's now for at least the next couple seasons. They do look like a future team, you know. They've been grinding through games, taking the risks, playing the young guys, see if they can develop. So, I think in a few years it's going to kick in real nice. Yeah, and uh, the manager's going to need a couple transforming those guys guys in. But the Chelsea game was very well, you know, very well played. I think they played, uh, I like the way they played their midfield. They Mm -hmm. played kind of like a diamond, which I liked a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And Chelsea, obviously, everybody knows how to beat Chelsea now. I feel like after that Tottenham game, he's got to pressure Jorginho. You know, yeah, make him a, he he can't can't distribute. Yeah, you know, he can't distribute if he's under pressure and he can't defend. Right. You stick a man on him, game over. Just yeah. like now, well, I think in the second half they had, or in the whole game they probably had like one shot on target. I think I remember reading somewhere. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna bring up something. I was watching the game and something I noticed was, you just noticed Chelsea don't even want to be there. Once they get scored on, it was there wasn't anyone to be like, "Come on, guys! Like, let's go! Let's get the ball back!" Blah blah. blah. It was like you just see like Hazard and what William mean, like looking on the floor, just walking back to the kickoff line. It was just, just no enthusiasm. Uh, I think it it's also the personality of the players. They did the same thing under Mourinho, but it's also like I feel like they're just getting bored of Sarri's play. I mean, like people it, are starting to figure them out. Yeah, I mean, you it know, hasn't been long. Hasn't been long, but he's not changing his play at all. He's playing the same formation, same, you know, the same type of ball. Just right, Jorginho in the back distributing. The I mean, I get it. Jorginho's first season in the Prem, like he's always, he's gonna get better. But if you don't change how you play at all, you keep playing the same way. You know, it's prof- you know, there's the professionals out there that are, right. this guy's getting paid to study you, right? so and find ways to break you down. Like someone's gonna find out. Jorginho definitely not. Ready for the pace Premier League. He's shown it time and time again, especially against the top six teams. But how do you feel about Xhaka in the middle of your midfield? With him next to Torreya, I really like it. He distributes very well. He makes a lot of mistakes. You know, he still makes some bonehead defensive moves. Do you think uh, Torreira, Xhaka, and Gunduzi should be your midfield starting three every week? Uh, depends on the formation they play. Mm-hmm. You know, they play different formation every week. Right, right. I can't keep up. It's not like Arsene Wenger was the same... Same eleven every week, right? But if you if you could with. name three three midfielders from your team that you'd want to start every week, who would it be? Torreya, Ramsey. Probably put. I probably put Jaka over Genduzi mm-hmm. only because experience. Do but you, with time, Genduzi's going to definitely take. Do a Do you guys over. feel like you need a real CDM? Because you guys really don't have one. I mean, it's Jaka. You know, but he's not the biggest I mean, and the strongest guy. He's kind of short, and he's, count, he's not that big. So, I, do you guys feel like you're missing that Vieira complex? You know, of that player that can really control the midfield with his strength. That's something you guys honestly, haven't I'd, had in years. I'd count. I'd count Torreya as that. To be honest, he's a he's a rock. Mm-hmm. He's I feel like all rock. three of them could be defense. You know, Gendouzi too. He could play. I, I just Gendouzi feel like they're all can, engines. I just feel like they're just all over the player, place. Yeah. yeah, I think he's more of an engine player. 
Torreya, he used to play attacking, then he got switched to defensive mid, and they realized he was amazing there, at least at his old team. Right. So, and he plays, honestly, when he plays defense, he tackles, he gets the ball every single time. Like, there's no reason why he shouldn't be the mainstay in mm-hmm. back there. Like, he doesn't play by himself, CDM, so that's just not how Emery plays. But if they need to, I think he can more than fill that void. He's just not that tall, but mm-hmm. honestly, you, you can make up for hype easily. You, you, there's a lot of other players. Do you guys think, you guys have been having this tactic, like, even up through Arsene Wenger, where, you know, the Arsene Wenger of, of you know, post- you know, Arsenal golden age, uh, where you don't have a strong CDM. Do you think without a CDM like that, that you guys can win a trophy, that you guys can really push yourselves? Because I noticed, like, from your games, when you don't have possession of the ball and you don't have that sturdiness in the center three and your center three are running around, it gets kind of loose in there. And I feel like that's you don't have the strongest center backs. And I kind of feel like they just overpass your midfield because there's no... There's nobody really there to intercept. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I think that just comes down to the type of players that are on mm-hmm. the team. Like, uh, Socrates is brought in. Yeah. More of personality. Good good player. Yeah, he's more for, like, personality. You know, uh, he gets very pumped over just the smallest things. If you watch games, like, clearing the ball, he'll, like, mm-hmm. raise his arms and, you know, scream and shout, whatever he does. And, honestly, I think we're just missing a big personality like that. But I think the new coach likes, he sees that. Yeah. And he's going to, you know... He's gonna fix that up. Like one one summer window, he already fixed his sentiment issue. It only took one window. He right. already got two players that can play that position. Right. He bought a couple defenders. He bought more defenders than I think Arsene Wenger's bought in the past, however many years. Right. Like let's be honest. Yeah, he hasn't you know? bought like, many. He's, uh, he hasn't bought many. Give him like I mean, you want my honest opinion? I don't think they're gonna make top four just because of these injuries. Yeah, you just got Bellerin last week, and now you have Socrates yes. after the FA Cup game. I don't know, so man. it's uh, looking bleak. How do you guys but. feel that, um, you know, your board comes out and says you only have monies for loan? You don't, you don't, you only can loan oh. a player for this January transfer window. Oh, I absolutely hate everything uh, about the ownership. So about the you team. guys have the I most. Despise him. You guys have the most expensive tickets in the EPL as a supporter. You guys have the most expensive season ticket holding, the most expensive private seats. And yet, you guys don't have any money. But you guys don't really spend. I mean, the most you spent on was for Lacazette and Obama Yang. And that surprised everybody. And, no, and those were cheap buys. <laughs> and well, those were cheap buys. I agree. They probably do have more money. But you also have to think about they did bring a lot of people this summer. But they were cheap. They spent a lot, but it was very cheap. And they didn't sell cheap. who they had uh, yeah, to sell. Uh, I yeah. feel like the reason why they're saying they can only loan is more because they're worried about jumbling up more players into the team. Mid season, I just don't think they're you know what I mean? high they, players because they, they have the money. They, they Come need, on, they do have the money. They, they have the guy the money. that's not. There is a statistic that came out that this guy put in the owner of the team put in as much money, of as much of his own money into the team as the Middlesbrough owner. Wow, and that was like that's the nothing. bottom two. Yeah, like obviously Man City's up front with like way in front of everybody. Right, but right, it's like right. Chelsea, Man U, Spurs. You know, even like Leicester, you know, right. those other clubs. And then Arsenal's literally all the way on the bottom. Okay. I mean, it's good business so for you. it's kind of, I mean, he even came out and said one one year that, I remember he said, he was like, uh, you don't buy a team to win, tro- you buy a team, you know, to make money. And it was just mm. like, and he owns right. all American style teams. So I guess right. he, just, he just doesn't know Stan Kroenke. He just doesn't know. Is he how, the one that owns the Red Sox? He, he owns the Rams. No, no, no. Red the Sox, Nuggets, Red Sox, Liverpool. The Rams, the Nuggets, and some NHL team. 
I'm not sure. But the Rams, you just saw they this year they bought like four or five players in the offseason. Yeah, they, they were like Pro on a one year deal. Yeah. And now they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. You can't do that for any other team. And because you know, it's not how it works. Is he American? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't he know he doesn't know how the EPL works. He thinks it's yeah. just like a... It makes a lot of money. It makes him the most money, yeah. but he puts the least amount of his money yep. into it, which yeah. makes absolutely no sense. In he probably sees the wages and thinks his salary. It's uh, ridiculous. Thinks it's transfer some. I mean, he's <laughs> paying ridiculous. a lot to Ozeal, so. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's another, yeah, that's that a whole a, other that's thing. They should have just let him yeah, walk. Yeah. They yep. should have just let him walk. But they honestly. didn't know whether they want to get rid of Anger, and now you're stuck with a guy who's getting paid 350 k a week. Just now, sit on the bench. Big news that happened for the club. They got rid of the, what is it, the transfer director? Yeah, he's leaving in a couple weeks. Which, terrible, terrible, and I as saw I've the voice before. I'm just not gonna watch games. <laughs> it's over. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We, fo- we forced you to watch the FA Cup today. I'll be watching. I'll be I mean, the big games. I'll be watching, but I won't go out of my way. No way. Yeah. No way. It's ri- ridiculous. I read but, up on the the guys that guy brought in. as some heavy names. Yeah, it's good. Aubameyang, Lacazette. Ganduzi, you know, Torreira. Uh, he found the good finds, and why they get rid of him then? I have no, so they're not. So Karate, they're not giving him money. Oh. I'm telling you, he's just upset. That's the wow. only reason I can think. Yeah. So literally, the only that good players or, on the team is, is him. That or him and the coach just don't agree. I hope Man United pick him up. He finds some special talent. I see some uh, reports that that guy, this other guy, Monchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's thinking about going because he was working with Emery. Who's Monchi? Back at Sevilla. He's another like really good transfer. Oh, he's like, in, he's from Sevilla. He was when he used to work with Emery. Now he's at Roma. Oh god! So if they get him, like you know, whatever, I don't mind. That's actually, you know, that I know they're in business. But if they just sit there and just, right. I don't know, it's just do like what ridiculous. they usually do. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so, I think so if ridiculous. they allocate their money at this point, they should focus on two things. And one would be defensive players, bring maybe just, one or two in. They need and, defensive players, defense and a winger. And I, th- yeah. I was just gonna say, and a winger. That's what they need. Because I don't think they need midfielders anymore. No. I think you're solid. Solid, man. You, you go with strikers. You go with midfielders. You go with Socrates. You got a goalie? Yeah. Got a so, goalie, man. They need a winger, and they need, like, I'd say a wing back and a center back. Because you can, you can take uh, Maitland-Niles and develop him, which would be he's nice. A center. Right. He's normally, he's, he plays mid. He plays yeah. Midfield yeah. He's trying to play winger this year, but he's he plays amazing midfield. Like, he played... He plays really good midfield. For he's a little age. too stocky to play wing. I feel. Nah, it depends. He, I mean, me, he's, he's not he's a, quick. He's, he's fast. Good. For yeah. me, he's, I don't see him as a winger though. Right back, he plays plays well for a right back. You know, for not for right. that not being his position. But right. I don't know. He's. Uh, I think they're. It's looking depending what they do this summer. It's looking up. I don't think they're going to get top four. If they do, I'll be very very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they finish fifth. Six again, Europa League. I mean, I'll, I'll listen. The only way to get in Champions League, they win the Europa League. Listen, which you, you guys are making the big. You're winning the big games and, in the in the league, so it's, yeah. fourth is still possible for you guys. We're fighting for it. I know it's they're they're tied. I mean, look, they're tied on Man U. They're only a game behind fourth. Yeah, and Chelsea now. Chelsea's gonna good. slip. Spurs got a lot of players injured. Like mm-hmm. you know, a lot can happen. But right, we can take both just, spots. Spurs can throw if it. If we had a defense, then I'd be thinking otherwise. Right. but our defense is just non-existent at this point. And then, obviously, to bring up to the listeners, uh, FA Cup uh, happened today. Uh-huh. Uh, Manchester United successful 3-1 victory over Arsenal. Um, so, you know, we see in a short period of time, Arsenal looking like a fantastic team, picking apart Chelsea, come to the FA Cup. Still have a strong lineup, I would say. It is a strong lineup. No, they put the, they and put losing. Uh, what do you think was reasoning? It's or? just Arsenal, man. They're so inconsistent. 
Defense. Yeah, defense. defense. You watch you those it. games. So Crotty's just... got subbed off. We scored two goals in five minutes after that. Yeah. Mustafi is not good. And they're all break the two yeah. goals are breakaways. And then and then um, Solskjaer's, I guess, tactics worked again. You know, the wing backs push up too much. Kasi, uh, what is his name? Kasali? No, Kalasinich got caught out twice. And we scored two goals from that side real quick. He's not very good. He's, he's no. a lot more they of an offensive. Monreal back, yeah. He's a lot more of an offensive guy. He's... There's not many left backs like Robertson or Monreal yeah. that can really go back and forth and attack and defend at the same exact time. Yeah, that guy's definitely way more offensive. But the thing is, with when you play, when you play like that, you need really good three really good center backs. Yeah, they and don't have three really right, good right. In, anymore because of you know injuries, obviously, and they don't have their right wing back, their normal right wing back. They don't have obviously. I still think that Danny Welbeck injury is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's gonna haunt them for the rest of the season. That was a big. He was really. Playing. It was so early in the season. So early, he was. I I love Danny Welbeck. I think he's a great yeah. off the bench. He's an amazing role player. Starting caliber, I don't think so. Yeah, agreed. But off the bench, uh, he's like a Giroud. Yeah, off the bench, he's absolutely solid. But he can play on the floor. There's no one like Giroud. Well, we saw we have the header of dreams. Well, we saw Giroud has the best header in the history of any sport. We saw in the Carabao <laughs> Cup, he missed the header. So. But hey, remember that Scorpion he did that one year? Yeah, great. That was unbelievable. The guy's the, guy's the best say. super sub. The I best think. super sub of all yeah. time. <laughs> he came off the bench. I remember in a game and scored a hat trick within ten minutes. But mate, Sunderland. It, it was I was going crazy. I that's crazy. That. that was wild. That if, was Sunderland. Yeah. If but, he scores that goal against who they verse over the weekend, Tottenham. Uh-huh. He scores that goal against Tottenham over the weekend in the Carabao Cup. Maybe he keeps the starting position in strike striker spot and they don't have to buy Iguain. Eh. I think no, they're still, they're still buy buying Iguain. Well they they bought him already. Giroud That's is it. just uh he's not a every game, every yeah, you know, type and, of and people player. buy him for that reason to not fill that void. Well so. maybe Tottenham should have get him on a loan. Well yeah, that would happen. No, they're from Chelsea. They have Lorente. <laughs> We saw how good he was. He's so good. We yeah, saw how good he was. I think he's just sort of a Son, I think Son's coming back, though, because <laughs> South, South Korea got eliminated. No, they won. They won. No, they got eliminated. Today? Yeah. It was I there, got an update. Is there a game every day? South I don't Korea, know, but I, they, they, lo- they got eliminated. So they lost to Qatar today. Wow, they lost to Qatar. one nothing. Uh, Qatar paid the rest, probably. Trash. <laughs> okay, so does that mean he comes back, or is that the rest of the group? Is that it? No, is it over? Back. It's over. They got knocked out. Wow. So, so they won back. yesterday 3-2 or something like that. And today they lose 1-0 and it's... I mean, look, they still don't have Kane. They still don't have Ali. Right. So, But it'll be good. Yeah. Son did good by himself last year when Kane oh, was Son's injured. Oh, Son's great. But look, it's better than having all three of them. Yep. Kane's still... You can't really replace Kane. Yeah, so that was a knockout. Yeah. So they did lose. So he'll be coming uh, back. United Arab Emirates, Emirates versus uh, Qatar. And then the other side is Iran and Japan. Wow, sounds like a great tournament. Yeah, yeah right. Sounds intense. <laughs> uh, going back to what you said about Chelsea, just not trying anymore. I mean, they got scored on twice really quickly. And, you know, in a big game like that, you're losing 2-0 so fast. Yeah, a lot of the players didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, well, you know what, though? It's you, a big you game. Have to show up. I, mean, that, I understand that's, you have that's to the show personalities up. But that's, they that's, have, that's a Chelsea though. team. It's, you know, and that's, that's the a thing, Chelsea that's team. That's the thing I always get pissed off about with Hazard. You know, he's an amazing player and people hype him up. But you know what? Like those are the moments that you have to, you know, he has to be the one to kind of lead the team and be like, "Let's go." But he's and, not you know, a leader. Make... Sorry, said and he's not. He's not a leader. Yeah. So I mean, he he showed up against uh, he showed Tot- up Tottenham in the Carabao Cup. Yeah. 
showed up in the combat. But shows that's because up. he played in his position. And you know the thing yeah, I said that too. That's really big. He played in his position. No one he wants to be like losing two zero and yeah. playing out of your position. He doesn't right, like playing that position. He plays. Like, and it's not the whole. It's not just him. It's I'm other not, I'm not blaming yeah. it just on him. But you know, in the beginning of the season, also he was scoring goals, and Salah wasn't as many. But honestly, it kind of was if you're looking at the paper. Uh, but. You know, people are like, oh, Hazard is killing it, and he's just like on all these headlines, and Salah's yeah, like, oh, he's not season. scoring 14 goals a game. And, uh, you know, now we're sitting here, and Salah is 16, and Hazard is 10, and no one's saying anything about that. So, you know. Because no one ever bad talks Liverpool. No, I'm talking about Hazard. I understand that, but no one's ever going to be like, ah, oh, you know, Salah scores one goal a game, two goals a game. They're you like know, the, they're Hazard's like the Spurs on fire. In Spurs and Liverpool get the golden treatment. Liverpool are like Especially the Spurs. PC team of like the world. Like no one will say anything bad <laughs> about them unless you're a Manchester United fan. Everybody loves them, which That's is fair. half the world. That's all. Awesome. All right, good. Like, that they works can, out for they me. can do whatever they want. <laughs> that's why everybody likes them. That's why this. That, that's why you. Ah, it's terrible. Um, it's just terrible. Another thing about Chelsea, they just play everyone out of position. Man. Why Conte's not playing defensively? Yeah, like, now Conte, the best defensive mid in the world. I mean, he wants he's just not playing. He wants put him a striker. Yeah. He wants he wants <laughs> just put him at goalie while you're at it. Like I don't, yeah, I don't get he, it. No, he wants three right things <laughs> from three the players that don't play that way. So like they all, if they don't play sorry ball, then they just gotta get rid of sorry. That's it. They they have the second most passes I think in the league. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> so you know, I mean. He was he was right to attack the players' uh, mentality and belief and work rate after the game because they played terribly. You ask me, you should have never brought Jorginho, should have left Conte there and just bought a striker I mean, instead of bringing he, over Jorginho. He, he bought Jorginho to ease sorry ball and buy a striker. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but you look, have Conte. There's no reason to but, take Conte. And they also have Abramovich who will pay anything for listen, us to win the league. It's Chelsea. It doesn't matter how it works mm-hmm. out. They'll just throw some more money. And in they next did. Year, and they and did. Going to keep getting people. And they did. And I think oh, this, is, this is going to be this is going to be a bad decline for Chelsea. I think they don't go into decline. They, they nah, just they, buy they, money. Decline is in like they're not going to be getting the title anytime soon. They're going to have it, a few years of whenever just the top whenever four. Chelsea wins the league. It's like okay, Chelsea won the league. No one cares. No one cares <laughs> when Chelsea won the league when uh, Conte came in. I didn't even realize they were first. Right. Who cares? Because Man United were playing like shit. I watch all the games, but like I don't like when when Chelsea's up there. It's like oh, Chelsea won the year this year. Chelsea well, you know what is the who cares? There's no consistency. There's no build up. It's just like one year they're like terrible. Right. And the next yeah. year, boom, I won the league. Yeah, I there's know. no. I don't understand how Chelsea fans see see joy in their team winning the league. Like there's no like. Every game, like maybe when drunk by that Mourinho team oh, was there, team was that was a great team. But now they do it. It's like they yeah. just win their games in counterattack. When I think of Chelsea, I think of that team. I do. That's a good Chelsea team. That, that was, was like they had action. Now it's like okay, they're winning, great. Right? Who cares? And That's they right. won't have the most racist fans in the world. Yeah, the fans are terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> the last game there was being the last the last game they were so anti-Semitic apparently that they actually had to kick people out. Like, yeah, that's getting out of hand. Who huh? wants to support that club? Who uh, wants to be a Chelsea fan? I don't think I, think. I feel like I say this every single podcast. Great, now we're gonna lose every Chelsea fan. <laughs> Who cares? I don't want a Chelsea fan out here. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anyone's taking the league away from Liverpool or Man City for yeah. the next couple of years. Honestly, I, I think no. I think it'll change next nobody, year. There's nobody competing ne- with them. Next year it'll change. Next every, year every change. team's a couple transfer windows away. Every team, every yeah. Every team. Let's be honest. Man City just. They're gonna probably go out and buy like Man City, an inform Ronaldinho yeah. from 2005. <laughs> like, go go in a time machine and just pay like yeah. 18 trillion. Let's be honest. Right. Man, like, Man City are ready for anything. 
And then when that happens, Spurs going to get And Pep said it. And, and <laughs> Pep said it. He's like, listen, I win because I buy players. He's like, he said it. He's I like, hate Pep Guardiola so He's much. like, I without hate, my players, is, I would not win. Him but, and Mourinho are my top two hated coaches of all time. At I, least Pep uses his players to play football. Mourinho, he does well, something with them. That uses his players. If I had eight, if I had the whole country, if I had a whole oil rig of money to spend on players, it's like an ultimate team. I can buy every single legend. I can put my little sister to play. She's yeah. going to beat. She's going to win. <laughs> well, you know, bringing up Mourinho, I actually uh, slight change of heart with him. Um, you he, see, you don't watch all his interviews and press I don't. conferences. I he like makes you one. fall in love with I, him. I watch this one. Did you see the one? Uh, they it's had on one BBC. recently on BBC. But it, was, uh, it was like a 45-minute special with Mourinho. Uh, and they asked him a lot of questions, and obviously they're trying to like bait him into talking about parking the bus. Mm. And he obviously got like kind of mad, but he's very good with his words. Like he, it's just incredible. his answers are perfect. It's like he's known he's a the master questions. with the microphone, right? So okay, just he'll make you believe whatever you want. <laughs> so he goes, you know, when they started talking about parking the bus, he was like, when I was uh, coach of Real Madrid and I had a hundred points and a hundred and six goals. That's what. That's when they started talking about parking the bus, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I, he has an interesting mentality. You know, he was talking about. It's all about winning, and he doesn't care. That, that's how and, it is. And it, it's not always about buying new players. It's about it's just about making it work at times too. Like he wasn't all crazy about buying new players. Um, and they asked him, it was like, uh, would you rather uh, be in sixth and win like two small trophies, or be in second and win nothing? Because you know the two seasons back to back. And he was like, I'd absolutely take sixth and win yeah. trophies because that's what it's about. And you know anyone who doesn't win the trophies and is always top four. Like Liverpool fans, uh, Spurs fans, stuff like that. Arsenal at times. Um, you'll always. I think the initial thought is like to argue about it. Like, no, I mean, you know, second's more important because it's higher than third. So, like, obviously you're better. It's just complacency. They and, feel okay. And I, mm-hmm. you know, since seeing Liverpool make this run, I understand that point now because it's too hard to understand if your team is not doing well. I start understanding that and. At the end of the day, league trumps all. You're doing all these things to win trophies, right? So if you don't win trophies, so but you're why are you even well, doing it if you want fourth? So like Mourinho was saying, he's like, I don't, you know, it wasn't his exact words, but like, I don't care if I'm playing beautiful football. He said, if I play beautiful football and I win, then that's the perfect win, right? But as long as I win, that's all that matters. So it doesn't have to be entertaining. So it depends what you look for in a game. Some people like watching pretty soccer. Some people don't right. mind. Like they Arsenal. Win. They like paying a lot of money for pretty soccer and not winning anything. Yeah, basically. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd rather pretty soccer. <laughs> just don't get spanked by all the big teams. Right. It's another thing, though. Emery, he's playing. He might not win against the minnows all the time, but against the big teams. That's right. Showing up a lot better. Than you know what's good? He's ugly so that you guys could play good soccer. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's the ugly part of His your team. His teeth need some work. I think his whole face needs some work. He should go to Firmino's guy. Yeah, probably. He could could blind the sideline. (laughs) It might be be illegal. Um, And the last thing Marina brought up, which I thought was interesting, he was saying that, you know, he's won the title with a pretty bad Chelsea team. Yeah. He actually said that. I was like, oh, that's pretty true. He's honest. He was like, I won the team with with a team that wasn't the best in the world. And and he still pulled it off. Right. And he's pretty much done his job at every club, but maybe Man United, if you think about it. Um, but yeah, so now they're getting he's a Higuain. good coach. Question: uh, You think Higuain is going to be a big deal? Uh, hit or miss? I don't even More. know anymore, man. I think it's a really big hit or miss. Now I'm going to remind you guys. I did look up. You, you know, know, he's sort of like Diego Costa, so I'll say he'll work. Okay. 
Because yeah, him but, and Hazard did some crazy stuff yeah, together. But they also had Fabregas there. They had Fabregas, yeah. and now he's not going to be there. Now, I mean, let me also remind you just some of Higuain's you know, stats. All right. Okay. So, 2007 to 20, 2013, he played for Madrid. Yep. 190 appearances, 107 goals. Good? Impressive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, With Ronaldo on that team. Right. 2013 to 2016, Napoli. 104 appearances, oh, amazing 71 goals. Yeah, yeah he, he was fire for Napoli. Lastly, 2016 to 2017, Juventus, 73 appearances, 40 goals. Played so good. he's averaging a little over 0. .5. Yeah. You know, every other game. We know he's a good goal. striker. I mean, Milan, he, so, he kind of underwhelmed a bit. But then against Milan, yeah, like Milan, everybody on Milan underwhelms. But They're not a good team at all. I think... What a sad... That's a sad yeah, story. I think it's a very hit or miss. Iguayan... It's either going to work, like, you know what, I, I'll jackpot. I'll and say it works. The biggest the biggest reason why it would work is because Hazard's going to be playing his own position again, yep. and he's just going to keep feeding him. You know, I, you I know what works. I think? I think he's a big piece, but he doesn't bring a team, he doesn't bring a team, like, higher up, per se, because he needs to be fed the ball. It's not like, you know, he's a prolific he's striker. He's going to be fed he's, the ball. Oh, I think I think the move is get rid of Hazard and use the money to surround Higuain with players that nah, can support. He, he, he's too old. He's too old. He's too old yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's too old. That's that. a fair point. I think Hazard goes. Yeah, Real Madrid. If, if, they, just if they miss Champions League, he's definitely going. Yeah, I hope 100%. they do. I hope he leaves. They're I don't hope he leaves because he's another good superstar. But I hope he leaves just so I don't have to verse him anymore. They're going to get like probably 120 mil out of him, and then I Bayern buying uh, Hudson Odoi. Yeah. Wait, that's official? No, they're going to. I mean, it's highly rumored. Yeah. I hope they do. He's a good I, I say, I say Chelsea go for Coleman, but that's just my opinion. I think they should go for Timo Werner. Well, now they can't. No, that's right. Liverpool, can, Liverpool, that's Liverpool's job. Liverpool do not need. That would be there. awesome. Well, they kind of, they kind of. Firmino is Cam, but Werner up top. Though. That makes no sense. Timo Werner up top. Another, f- that's another fast too player. Many players vying for those attacking spots. Well, no, because we like, need we need understand. someone else. Well, Oxlade Joyce injured. Shakiri will play the right. Shakiri is the only one that we have right now to back them up. Sturridge? Sturridge, Shakiri. Well, Sturridge is going to go soon. Like, you have... Um, Origi has, is not... I understand. Not, Timo Werner would be a good buy. Especially to let but Firmino too, play Cam. He's too good, though, to not be playing every game Who? as a star I, player. Timo Werner. Oh, no, well, that's what we're team. saying. I think Timo Werner starts, uh, Firmino goes to Cam, and you have your... You know, to be honest, you gotta fit in Fabinho, you gotta fit in Keita, you gotta oh, they fit can in. Well, you have Fabinho, you have Keita. Because Henderson, his time's gonna be up soon. He's yeah, not gonna be yeah, able to start he's, again. He's it's gonna be Fabinho, Keita. It'll be it'll be it'll be Fabinho and Keita with Wijnaldum being able to rotate every game, right? right? So those three is solid to keep for two positions. Or he might even do Wijnaldum and Keita, or Wijnaldum and Fabinho. Well, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. rotate those three players per game for starters. Yeah, Firmino is your cam. And he already shown he likes to play Kate on you the know, left. You know, actually, I, I would actually prefer to keep Salah striker and then buy a right winger. That's what I mean. You don't have to well, buy have like a super, super star. No, I know, but Shakiri can play on any of the top right. three spots. He'll be like our filler. Uh, because if one of them gets injured, at least we have Shakiri. I think having a right winger would actually be better than the striker. I think you're better off buying... So who do you want, Malcolm? Like less... Like, like that would be that would be a better buy than that would be bad. I feel like that would be a way better buy. You can get Quincy Promise. So maybe Martins, left wing though. Justin, Mar- right. Justin Martins. You know, you could do like a Netherlands swoop. Get the lit. Get Promise. Not bad. Promise don't play right wing. You can yeah. turn him. Nope. I don't know, but uh, it's I, interesting. I think you just you I see what know. happened when we tried to make Martial right wing. Well, that's under Mourinho. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> no. It's different situation. Yeah, yeah, playing on the left wing for all your life and then having to switch right, 
Only Sanchez I've seen do that, where he played on the right for Barcelona and he switched to the left for Arsenal. Right. He's and the one I've also out. seen that people don't like. So I don't mind him. He him. likes dogs, but I'm not a big fan of dogs. Are we talking he about dogs? He likes dogs? He likes dogs. You'll hate him too after a while. What do you mean he likes we'll dogs? So. It's going to be different. We actually pay. We actually got money to pay our players, you know? Yeah, but even, <laughs> even when he was getting paid, he was still just yeah. I mean, but a you're, baby. Yeah. A baby. I mean, he doesn't like losing. And you're on team he was like on that. Barcelona. He was still acting like a baby. Well, that's because he subbed. He was a sub for Barcelona. So he's not that good. He's not as good as he claims. Well, he did a, he he play, did a, he plays, did a great job with the Premier League for you I guys. Mean, he plays like he's top five in the world. He's definitely not top five in the world. I mean, definitely he, not. he carries himself like he's top five in the world. Definitely not. He's definitely got talent above other players. Definitely yeah. does. He's a little more of a baby. Well, I just want this to sink in. Um, Sanchez has scored as many goals as Divock Origi this season. So, I mean, whatever. Danny Welbeck no, has still sure scored Sanchez more goals. Danny Welbeck has still scored more goals than Alexis Sanchez <laughs> in his whole Man U career. And Danny Welbeck's been out for like... Three months now. Yeah, actually, he actually but, takes himself out. So but yeah, Sanchez has been injured basically his whole time at United. So has Danny Welbeck, and he hasn't started. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Got him. Bust, bust by. Yeah. Arsenal won that game. Yeah. I don't think so. Where's Mkhitaryan? He wasn't even in the reserves. He's he just come back from injury. Oh, oh, just like Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, but he played every game before that. <laughs> no, he didn't so. play every game. Yeah. He gets put on the bench. He plays the Europa League games. He's, He's inconsistent better, too. Better by so far. Uh, last thing just to bring up before we finish the podcast, uh, it's just big, really big news. Um, Emiliano Salah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully they find him. Um, not likely, sorry to say. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been four or five days now. I think it was a $12 million, um, transfer sum. He's coming from Nantes, right? Yeah. From Ligue 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, going. Supposed to be to in his Cardiff, prime. Late Cardiff Bloomer. City. Cardiff City. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they lost communication by the Channel Islands, I believe. Yeah. Which was uh, between France and England. So, yeah, I think it's been a three-day uh, venture to find them. And I believe they just stopped it now. So, yeah. Just him and um, the pilot. They, the, the guy who looks over that whole Channel area, you know, the police or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, he said usually after 24, 48 hours, it's, it's too usually, difficult to find Yeah, it's, it's very low. Low, uh... Low rate of finding. Yeah. So. So, I mean, we hope they do find him eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, hope he's okay, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. All right, guys. Uh, so that was Above the Pitch, uh, Game Week 23. Uh, we brought in our friend Spiro here to give us some insight on Arsenal. Uh, had some good talks. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.